Winging it with Painter and Rico. We don't know what episode it is, but it's start of season two anyway, somewhere around there. It's around the 50 mark, but today's special guest is Paul Rose, Trowbridge Town and Wiltshire legend. We seem to be delving into Wiltshire a lot. Yeah, we Dave did. Mitchell the other week. Yeah. And now we got Paul yeah. Rose. Welcome, Rosie. Nice Let's to see you, Paul. Yeah, nice to be here. Where did you want to start, buddy? Start at well, the beginning. Yeah, I, I, I just a village boy, you know. Uh, Dad was a keen, keen footballer. He had a bad knee, but um, so he brought me and my brother up just doing like the normal village football yeah. and just played for played for Bromham when I was about fifteen, youth team, um, and just just went from there. Really, played, any, played any, in the reserves. Any names back then, those days that uh, you played with? No, well, not not no, not not in the early days. Nobody, um, nobody really. It's only when I got into the first team when I obviously came across a player, Jimmy Giles. Ken Glass was he was my manager at Bromham in the first team. Um, uh, there was Jimmy Giles, Mickey Leeson. Yeah, I was playing Brian Newlands. Yeah, uh, I come across them. So yeah, they were, but obviously they were a bit older than me. So I was oh. only like 17, 16 when I got in Bromham first team, so... What yeah. position yeah. was you, Paul? Yeah, centre-half, yeah. Centre half, yeah. Well, I started off in midfield for the yeah. youth team. Were you always a tall lad? Yeah, tall, I grew yeah. quite quick, yeah. yeah. And I... I so, it, it, in school, I was in... I played midfield. Um, but I could always kind of edit. I used to throw the ball against the wall, <laughs> like we did when we were kids, if my brother wasn't available to play with. So, I'd spend all afternoon throwing the ball against the wall and edit it back. So, I actually... You know, I found a way of being able to head the ball, so I was quite good in the air, and they picked that up at school, and um, it just went from there really. So I started off in midfield, um, and I, I kind of ended up dropping back and playing centre half. I didn't really know how to play centre half. I didn't know how to play midfield, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I just uh, you well, know, that's so I ended up so I ended up dropping back, um, I, and quite quickly I got called up for Wiltshire, the Wiltshire youth. Yeah. So I was playing with, um, I just tried Paul Gibbons and uh, Mark Teasdale yeah. was our keeper at a young age. Uh, Paul Roydow played a little bit in the Wiltshire, Wiltshire games. Uh, not much because obviously he was only about 14 or 15 and he obviously then went on to play for Swindon and Everton, Everton and, and, yeah. and quite a few others. English, yeah. English school and he was, well. he was a good player and you know probably didn't really want to be there but he, you know, non-contract I suppose. But you know, so... That was that's how it all started, really. And then, you know, the Wiltshire games were spasmodic, but they were good. They were enjoyable. Played with a lot of Paul Gibbons was a good player as well from from Swindon. He he, he was a good player. But um, so we, that's how it started, really. Yeah. yeah. And then just migrated into the first team at, at Bromham, um, and and sort of did all right there. So eighteen. No, I was younger than that. I was sixteen. Okay. Seven, 17, 16 and 17 when I forced my way into Bromham, Bromham first team, yeah. So where did you go from there into to, to Trowbridge? Well, yeah, I, I, well, of course, as, as it would have it then, because teams didn't have floodlights like they have now, the facilities weren't there, so the only teams that had floodlights would have been Salisbury, would have been Swindon, Salisbury City and Trowbridge Town. Yeah. So, of course, when you were playing uh, those, you, you, they used to play in the FA Youth Cup. Hi. So of course, Polly, guy called Polly Parrot, who used to be the sponge man at Trowbridge Town, he used a lorry driver. Anyway, he, he used to uh, pick up all the best talent because we used to play in a little Mid Wilts Youth League yeah. on a Sunday afternoon. So he used to pick up all the best talent, and then he'd, if you were good enough, he'd kind of try and sign you on specifically for the Floodlit games. Yeah. So I ended up playing for Trowbridge Youth Team in yeah. Floodlit matches. Uh, yeah, against you know like in pool, pool towns and Gosport boroughs and yeah. Depends how far you went, but yeah, yeah. So that's how it. That's how that was. My, that was my direct link to Trowbridge. So it was nice to play in the lights as well. Oh it? yeah, well, I remember the first game I played. We played. I'm sure it was Gosport Borough, and we beat them one nil. And uh, yeah, so I went down there, and I'd been to the old Trowbridge ground with my dad. He'd taken me down there to watch a game when I was younger. And of course, going 
going there. I mean, it was a bit of a... It had a big old stand. I don't know if you remember, but it had that great big old stand which got mysteriously burned down. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so it was it was a fantastic little... A big, it was a big old ground, you know, yeah. had a big slope on it, a bit like yeah. the used to, but although the other way. But yeah, it was it was a great environment. Well, the first time I got picked to go there, and to, like, like you said, to play under lights was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And the lights at Trowbridge were always pretty good. You know, you played some places, Shepton Mallet, you couldn't see where you were going, you know what I mean? You tread on each other. It's a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. The old Clandown lights used to wobble in the wind as well. Little sparks were coming out, yeah. You, but but Trowbridge were, were, were good lights because they were Southern League and they had the dog track round. Originally, they had a dog racing track round the outside. Really? Yeah, so awesome. they had the floodlights for that as well. So so that was good, yeah. So you went on to the, obviously... The Trowbridge. Well, yeah. So I, I, I was at Bromham, got into the first team, and then a guy called Wiltshire County League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiltshire Senior League. So, yeah. for, so they were good sides. I mean, yeah. back in those days, you had Warminster, Westbury, um, sides that obviously went on later on to play Western League. They were County League sides. I mentioned it so many times, Rosie. Yeah, the levels were were so different then. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were there were some good players as yeah. well. You know, you were up against players that. Perhaps have played a long time ago as well. You know, Calm were in the, you know, in the in the Wilts Prem then or Wilts Senior League. Yeah. So, but as as it as it transpired, Kenny Owens, the old Bath City yeah. player, and he obviously he was manager at, at Devizes at one time. He basically wanted me to go and play initially for Trowbridge Reserves, and they were in they were actually in the league below Bromham First Team, so they were in the. There was four four leagues, four Wiltshire leagues. There was two junior leagues and two senior leagues. Yeah. So Trowbridge Town Reserves were in Division Two, and obviously Bromham were in Div One. But um, so he wanted me to go down there and play under the proviso, you know, if you do all right, you know, you never know. Uh, and and I and I left Bromham, and, and and went there. I signed for Trowbridge Trowbridge Reserves. That's how I signed. Not for the first team, just for the reserves. Right, and that's how I started, really. So, how did you get in the first team? Was it performance? Well, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a strange thing. We, it was coming to the end of my first season, and Birchino had taken over by then. Alan Birchino. Yeah, yeah. So the obviously old Leicester City and yeah. Crystal Palace, and and he's a larger in life character, and of course never really saw him, but um, because the, the reserves didn't really train with the first team and stuff like that, and. We played, uh, yeah, we were obviously had a couple of, uh, the whole season, or most of the season in the reserves, and a couple of lads got injured. There was a guy called Paul Compton who yeah. who played at Bournemouth, and he, Is that he the actually... Is Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you probably <laughs> know mentioned him. Him. I mean, he, he's, a, he's obviously a good player, and he ended up leaving Trowbridge or getting sold. I think he went to Bournemouth. He might have gone to Weymouth first and then to Bournemouth. I don't know. But he went to Torquay as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he ended up leaving. And then there was another guy called uh, Mark Thompson, who used to play at Swindon. He was an apprentice at Swindon. And he was a good player, good footballer. But he was kind of, he used to like go, go and pick grapes and stuff like that in the so he kind of left he can you know what i mean you used to go abroad didn't they to pick stuff great you know great or whatever it was wine you know what, yeah. Yeah. anyway so he he's obviously left and trowbridge were kind of stuck they had paul collicott playing you probably yeah, would know him yeah. in the first team um and as I, I i was actually doing quite well so they'd obviously said well we'll give rosie a run. yeah yeah so i played my first game was against Chippenham Town in the Wilts Professional Shield. And I think we won that 3-1. And then I didn't play again for about, I think it was about two months. And then I got called up, I think it was Milton Keynes we were playing. Not Milton Keynes Dons, <laughs> like but the old Milton Keynes. And uh, yeah, so that, that was the first Southern League game I ever played. And we won 5-1. Wow. Yeah, so, and... and it was funny because for that, that team then, then? Oh, well, we had uh, well uh, John Smolders in goal. Yeah. Uh, just trying to think. Steve Scarrett played fullback. Um, uh, Collie uh, Paul Collicott was playing. He played alongside myself. I'm just trying to think. Go through the 
I can't remember all of them. George Armstrong was he there? Well, he came at the start of the other, the, the next season on. He didn't uh, play in okay. that particular. Gussie Gilligan was playing up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to go. How the, did you find the, the stuff? Well, well it's trouble is, it, it all happened so fast. Right. I didn't really, I didn't even have time to think about it. No. One minute I was playing county league, yeah. junior, you know, and next thing I'm thrust into the into the first team they weren't in the southern they well, I say they were they were southern premier league and then obviously yeah. yeah i didn't have time to think i think i just went out there put my kit on yeah. and played and i was lucky there were some experienced players out there and they saw guided me that walter smart was playing as well he played center mid who played for swindon town obviously for a long time he was he was there at the so a lot time. of old pros there then yeah, so older players were, mm. were there, but uh, Birchenall was trying to... I, I just can't quite think of all the midfielders. A guy called Andy Feely played. Yeah. He came down... Well, Tony Centre was the manager, and he bought, and he used to work at Hereford United, and obviously Birchenall must have played some of his latter years at Hereford. Yeah, he did. And Feely was a good young player, and he obviously bought him down. He bought him down with him, yeah. Good player, but yeah. nuts. Steve Summers played as well. He, he, he was he a Bristol boy, Steve Summers? Yeah, yeah he played. Uh, yeah. yeah, and a guy, um, Tanner, right back. And funny, that's uh, I'll have to bring him in, because that was the first time I met Marcus Braille because too early. he it's came early in the <laughs> yeah, but I, just, I will mention it because he, he came in he was just a youth team the first time I ever saw him he came in he was just a little kid yeah. 14, 15 yeah, I'd never seen anything like it he played for the reserves Yeah, and he had these he had these shin pads on that were like wicker with these <laughs> thing, these rods down the middle with an ankle and I'd never seen shin pads like that before and I kept thinking to myself well why do you need shin pads like that but of course as soon as he played I realised <laughs> Because he was, he was, yeah, some of the tackles he used to fire into, he was only 15, he was tackling it. So he was the same as a young man. Yeah, exactly, and, and that was it. But he was one of those guys, instantly you, you, you get drawn to a, yeah. drawn to a guy like that. But he, yeah, yeah, so I, I, it was it's just one of those things, because he was he was there right from virtually, I was 17 and he would have been 15. So yeah. you played yeah. with him a long time then? Yeah, 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 oh yeah, we, yeah, we played, you know, we obviously have had many times, we, yeah. he carried on at Trowbridge, whereas I left. Yeah. Ended up at Chippenham, but he, he um, yeah, he carried on playing. But we've known each other for years, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it goes so back a long time. You stayed in the first team squad, yeah, yeah, till the end of the season. Yeah. We ended up winning. I think it was the Southwest Floodlit League. We beat Weymouth in the final, and I know you were talking the other day. When I spoke to you about Trevor Finnegan, and that. yeah, of course they were playing. You had Trevor Finnegan, Morgan, um, Stuart Morgan would have been manager. Yeah. And they had some good side there. Pat, the old guy Patterson up front used to play for Middlesbrough. Yeah. I can't remember what his first name was. And then they had uh, uh, Gary Borthwick. We always used to call him Rubber Nose. Because <laughs> <laughs> he. But yeah, yeah, he looked up. Yeah, Gary Good player. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, Trevor, I love yeah. play with yeah. us at Bath. Great, yeah. great player. Yeah. Great ability. Great lad. Yeah, so we, 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 we beat them in the final over two legs. So it was a bit of a surprise, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So migrating and got myself a contract actually. So, so I was I was say seven, eighteen probably. Just I probably just got to eighteen. Got myself a contract at the end of that at the end of that season. Yeah. So, Alan Bursnell, how long did he last? Yeah. Well, he was there longer than I stayed in the end okay. because as it transpired, he, he bought in. So at the start of the following season, they obviously bought in quite a few players. You know, uh, Trevor Tayton. Yeah, signed. Yeah. Um, Sweeney and yeah, yes, yeah, uh, Sweeney. Yeah, um, just trying to think who who else. Uh, obviously, Georgie Armstrong came in. Yeah. John Samuels played. Yeah, uh, Phil, Arsenal, yeah, yeah. In the, did he go in the um, alliance then? Did yeah, we, so that's so we yeah, so we got promoted yeah, to the bridge, alliance. Yeah, yeah that that, yeah. that season. So we, yeah. we came second in the Southern League. Yeah, right. so that took us up to the alliance. alliance yeah. yeah. And uh, so John Samuels with a Phil Older, then if you remember yeah. him, the old Tottenham Tottenham player. But it was quite amazing, surreal going into a changing room like like that night, and you walk into the changing room on a Tuesday night, and you got guys you've been watching on Match of the Day since you was like. So where did, where did they get their money from? Then? Well, <laughs> yeah, I think is it sponsored? No, they or? had a they had a they used to do a thing called gold liner tickets back in the day. It was before the lottery. When people used to knock on the doors and skirt did it at yeah, Bath, didn't he? Yeah. Back in the day, Alan Skirt, you know, he 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 did it. He started it off and yeah, that was it. So Keith Keith McCrum, I don't know whether you come across him before. He used to play at, at Corsham and places, but he was like a good salesman. Yeah. And he basically there was three or four of them. 
and they used to go round the southwest selling these Goldliner tickets. So that's where they got most of it. But didn't it annoy you a bit that, you know, you local lad got in the first team and all of a sudden this manager's bringing in all these sort of star names, you know? I mean, I think Dave Mitchell mentioned it the other week. Yeah. You know, he didn't think he was going to get a chance because every time you thought you were getting here, you know, yeah. in the in the lineup, someone else would come in, even if you were doing all right. Yeah. And I, it seems to me like you've done all right and all of a sudden... Yeah, but I, I've always been a bit of a realist. I don't think I ever really felt... I was perhaps good enough to be there. I was there because but I was said, needed Raph, at the time. As I said, Raph, yeah. you, I mean, going back in the day, Paul, your yeah. job really was to stop someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yourself, yeah. right in the air, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, and you yeah. were a talker, yeah, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was the, yeah, well, I was talking to Tony about it the other day, and we were saying I, I probably got a reputation. I probably learned that a little bit from Birchinall because he used to run around barking at everybody. Yeah. And he was getting on a bit, and he was, like, exhausted, but he used to run around, and he'd be shouting all the time. Oh, a little funny story Marcus yeah. mentioned about you. He yeah. said, he was a shouter on the pitch, Rosie said, but he was very good at bollocking someone through you. He said, yeah. Marcus, that centre-back, yeah. yeah. tell him, tell him, yeah. you've yeah. got to pick up yeah. the bloke yeah. in the first right. post. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he stood next to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus was like, tell him yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Sven, you know, when he, when he came in, Sven, he came in, he was a same but yeah I mean it, being a centre half I think it just you you naturally organise and talk yeah, and, yeah I think you did you, you see the game don't you because it's all in front of you yeah, most yeah. When you I don't think it'd be right to if you had a centre half or didn't talk. It's got to be one of the most, like you said, you can see the game, can't yeah, you? You yeah. know, you can see, you can pull people in, take them out, win the push up, win the push. Yeah. You need all that, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you know, yeah, no. only, you, a lot, you know, I've been a midfielder on the wing, you, you don't know what's happening behind you, you know? No. Hey, no. hey left, left, yeah. you need all that. Yeah. I think it's part of the job. Yeah, Because definitely. when you're young, you don't start off that way, it just evolves yeah. over a period of time. And obviously, the older I got, the more I moaned. <laughs> That was that was that that's, was the, that was, that's what kind of what I, they asked me to do. Centre half still moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Was it ever your fault for any of the goals? No. <laughs> well, although the supporters thought that was, that was a that was a that was a different thing. Trowbridge was a tough place to play your football, boy. Yeah. And I'm sure you you boys have played a lot of football yeah. as well. And you would know if you only got to get a couple of them turn against you a little bit, and then they don't fancy you, and it it can be a difficult place to be. Yeah. You know, you know. Ultimately, I'm just a brickie. I, I, you know, you know what I mean. You play football yeah. because you love the game. Yeah. But you end up at a higher level where, of course, you're under scrutiny, and yeah. So it's, was your it's fans favourite Paul or no? Your fans favourite? Oh, I think or? some people yeah. liked it. Some people liked me and kind of appreciated me, but I think there was quite a few that didn't. No, I just wonder because obviously you're a local lad as well. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to see yeah. the local players. I, I always, I always felt like I was. Trowbridge was my sort of home in a way. I always felt like that was where I, hmm. I. I I wanted to be, um, yeah. So you moved to Chippenham. Yeah, well, I, I got a bad injury. It was uh, I, I was playing. So I, in a, halfway through the season, the, the season I'd signed the contract, we were playing a friendly one evening, and I, I went in for a fifty-fifty, and I knew straight away something. So I ended up doing me ankle ligaments. Yeah, and I was out for well, best part of four and a half months. So I didn't play much until the following March. So by then, of course, Trowbridge were in a... They'd obviously bought other players in. I was still under contract, obviously, but they bought other players in. And I think I was perhaps... I was a little bit guarded with the ankle afterwards. You know, you get an injury and it took... And I was still a young kid, really. I was only 19. And, uh, you, and well, you've all done it. You, mm. you tend to play, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm fit. But yeah. you ain't really 100% no. fit. So no. you're half and half. And no. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't actually. I transpired. I didn't get the ankle right for another. It was a good year after that yeah. when I managed to get some treatment up at Swindon Town with Kevin Morris, who used to be their old physio. Yeah. Dave Sharlan took me up there, but and that it, it got right in the end. But for a year, I was struggling a little yeah. bit with it, and I think it transpired that I was became back in the reserves and yeah, which is you know happens. You you know players do get injured and they do end up. Yeah. You know, on a downward spiral, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So who signed you at Chippenham? Kenny Owens. All right. So Kenny left Trowbridge Reserves and, and he went to Chippenham Town as manager. Yeah. Um, and I ended up there. Yeah. They yeah. paid 100 quid for me because they had to point me out the contract. So they. they yeah, 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 that's right. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Doug Webb, the old Chippenham yeah. Town chairman, he came round. So Ken and Doug came to my house. Yeah. Uh, I was living with my mum and dad then, and obviously, uh, yeah, said, you know, do you want to play? And then they picked up the contract from Trowbridge, 
so for for six months I, I, I was on the same money as I was at Trowbridge and then they had to pay a fee to Trowbridge but I think it went into Birchnell's back pocket or, <laughs> or someone's but yeah so like a token fee but yeah yeah so yeah so how long at Chippenham? well five years I had a, I had a four four and a half year spell so one year under Ken and then they bought in Dave Charland and Vic Flippens who used yeah. to be you remember Vic yeah uh, so he was, he was. They took over for a couple of years, yeah. Until Dave left, and then Vic did it on his own, and then I ended up back at Trowbridge again when Ken Knighton was in charge. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Western League with Chippenham. Yeah, yeah. Western League Prem. Yeah, yeah. but I mean the Prem was a good league then, because yeah. you had uh, Western Supermare, Mangusfield, yeah, Exmouth, Saltwash, Liscard, Plymouth Reserves, yeah. City Reserves were in it for. Yeah. For for we a got some good seasons. players there. I mean, you were you there with Frigge, John Frigge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another yeah. character. Well, yeah. Frigge, for, yeah, the first time we ever come because Frigg Frigg came in from he lived in a little village. Um, was it idiot there? Gas gas <laughs> and he was playing for Chapel Nap, which was a Sunday morning side. But obviously, he came in and played for the reserves, and then he got into the first team. But the, the, and he was obviously straight away. You knew he was. Hang on a minute. He's got something here, but he was a bit. His legs were a bit... Yeah, he, does, so he looks he, a bit ungainly, to say he, the least. The, the funniest was, poor old Ian Monner, he's, he's, he passed away this year, Mono, but he played for Chittenham for years. He played about 500 games. But we played at Devices on a boxing day. And Friggy, he started to fall on the halfway line. He was chasing a ball, because he, as he started to stumble on the halfway line, and it took him till the edge of the penalty area, <laughs> which lasted about 35, 35 yards. And then in the end, he's obviously collapsed in a, in a heap on the floor. Of course, Mono christened him Jelly Legs <laughs> Friggy. So that was it. So it's all sort of started from there. But he, Friggy was a great character. I mean, he was full of fun, great yeah. character. And his brother, Martin, was equally funny, mine. But yeah. Did he play? Martin played, yeah. Martin played. Not he wasn't obviously as good as John, but you know he was he he the same sort of player as John. No, he yeah. was a small. He was he was about a foot shorter and uh, but but very funny. Leather jeans. Were, uh, of course, if you had the two free guard boys together, one was bouncing off the other. You couldn't. Uh, very difficult, but but great in the changing room. You know, great, yeah. full of fun. Yeah, always always pra not practical joke, but jokes always had a. He always had a funny story to tell. You said you had Marcus or yourself. Free. Yeah. There must have been a bit of banter going around then. Yeah, because I didn't play so much with Marcus after I'd left. So Chippenham, we had Nigel Tripp played alongside yeah. me, yeah. who was a good, you know, good player. Um, and we had a Kevin Badley. I don't even remember him, yeah. but he played left left back. He came from Swindon. He was at City as well. He was yeah. a, he was yeah. a good good left back. Um, we had some good players. Tony Beasley, of course, he was playing. He'd left Chip Trowbridge by then, and he was it. He was at Chippenham as well. So they managed to assemble quite a good side and they sort of supplemented that with quite a few lads from Swindon. Of course, so they came in, Jimmy Waters, John Byrne, players like that, Martin Shaw. Um, and they were they were good players in the Atlantic League and added them together. So we had that bit of Western League determination added with a little bit of the Hellenic League play because yeah. they used to play a bit more football in that league. So... And we did all right actually. We, we I think we finished fourth or fifth one year in the Western League, and that was a tough gig because they were some. They were. Right. They were. You already mentioned them. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a tough league. Yeah. I mean, you you go to you wish to go to Western Supermare on a Tuesday night. Well, you didn't fancy that much. That was a frightening experience. <laughs> <laughs> and Mangotsford was no better, was it? You had all these so Clandet. I mean, well, when I first started playing for Chitton, we played Clandet. Yeah. And and Radstock, Bolton, all those teams. I mean, that was a tough place to go. Yeah. Any night in the floodlights, like you say, we were never the best. Captain Mallet. But then for us, play for those teams. Go to chipping it was never a nice. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, that is what I mean. It's always yeah. It's always that kind of argument. But yeah. I broke a bone there chipping it. Oh, did you? <laughs> broke a bone in me leg. Only break I've ever had. And I, I you know, it's like I thought it was a dead what, leg. Or? Leg. Yeah. I've done it. It's fracture. It was yeah. fracture. Fracture there. And um, I didn't know, I didn't know, do you know you think you've got something yeah. wrong? And of course, being as hard as what I am, I <laughs> got up and went to work the next day, but it kept swelling. Yeah. And I, fracture, but there's only fracture I've had in 
football, but that was probably worse. Rosie yeah, yeah. played on the Saturday as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> with me. Yeah, yeah, I always remember that's my memory of Chippenham, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't really like going there, then. No, you I said about those grounds. It was one of them places because we had that bit of a wind blowing yeah. from the top all the way down the ground, didn't you? And it was, yeah, I, I could imagine that for yeah. people. You know, we tried to make it our own little, little, little. Oh, and the fans weren't nice, were they? No, they weren't. No, I think it's a bit... Like the Bath popular side. They weren't nice fans, you know? I think you'd go, like you said, if you were from Bristol, you went to Wiltshire, and the same if we went to Yeovil, you know? So we'd ask with the Bristol side, your Mangotsfield and the teams like that, didn't bother you because you knew some people, didn't you? You knew them all, your Manor Farms, you knew everyone, but I think when you went out of your little country zone, out your Chippenhams and your Westbury's... Yeah, I thought of it like that, but I could imagine it has been... Must be like you, you know the Collins, your Westbury, your Chippenham, Troy Bridge, all sort of you But um good times though. Yeah, yeah. So four or five years at Chippenham, back to Trowbridge? Yeah. Yeah. Under Ken Knighton. Right. And uh, transfer fee involved? No, 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 oh. no. I, you know, was a, quid back. It was a freebie. <laughs> I actually I took a cut because I could have gone at the start of the season I, and I ended up staying at Chippenham for a couple of games and then as it transpired I, I did leave about two weeks into the start of the season and then went to Trowbridge. So he offered me less money because I didn't take the original offer. He said, well, you're coming now. You're going to take 20 quid off you. So, so he actually, I got a worse deal, really. I should have gone in the summer when he, when he asked me in the first place. But um, yeah, so of course, by then, you see, it, Trowbridge then, they, they'd started to assemble a bit of a side. You had, obviously, Friggy was there. Um, Meech, Tomo. Yeah, Meech came a bit later in the season, but yeah, Meech was there. Uh, Tomo, that's the first time I actually met Boris because Boris Tomo? came. Uh, Barry, Barry Thompson, Thompson yeah. yeah, he was there. Uh, Teddy Millet was still playing, um, and then obviously Kevin Badley had moved across. So you had Boris, David Mayo, yeah, yeah, he, he came, came on loan from Rivers, yeah, yeah. and I, he 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 uh, he started scoring, and he and he, he pushed us because we had a difficult start, and he and then he pushed us up the league. Chris Stixie was there, then I've seen Stixie. With, with, with Marcus and, and um, yeah so he, he got us Boris goals and then obviously Meech came as well a lot of uh, goals in that team yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we did alright but then Ken over the Christmas period we I think we beat Merthyr and I, I think we I think I forget the other team we would have played and we beat Salisbury I think we definitely would have played and we beat them um, and then for some reason Ken mid, mid January Ken decided he'd had enough so we kind of what season was this I uh, just try to think. It'd been eighty-seven, I think. Yeah. So what, 80, he, he packed in then. Yeah, Ken, Ken. Ken basically because he was living in Bristol, but mm. Ken just I think he couldn't deal with the the non-league side of it. No. I think he had been a manager in non-league at Dagenham and places because yeah. I saw Ken's side at Dagenham beat Swindon Town in the FA Cup, and that would have been three or four years previously. So Ken obviously he was manager at Sunderland, Birmingham, so he'd been around. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And um, I think he just decided he probably it wasn't going to work, and it, we were we were nearly there, but mm. not quite. So whether it needed more investment than there wasn't any, usually that was the thing the Trump. Yeah, and that's been a so common yeah, thought, the, yeah, yeah. a theme going through Trowbridge. Yeah. yeah, but Boris Boris came in and he did an absolutely fantastic job. I think he must have scored sixteen or seventeen goals yeah. in in a short period of time but then of course he ended up going back to Rovers he had him back and of course then he, he, he kind of got into the first team carried on from there yeah yeah but you know, some of the names that we've had before on previous podcasts we've had some great players going out there mate Trowbridge yeah haven't they yeah, yeah. I mean hell he's, yeah. he's a football really isn't yeah, he yeah 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 well Dave Moss was there for for six months yeah the old Swindon winger he, he played and then we had um a guy called Martin Blackler, who I don't know what you probably come across him. He ended up at Wickham. Wickham, yeah. yeah he was yeah. Uh, he was a uh, he was a great footballer, mm. and he, he had that steely look good in his eye. Yeah, but he, 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 he yeah yeah good. <laughs> but he, he could uh, he had that look about him as well. You know, he he, he you didn't mess with blacks. He, he was uh, yeah, yeah yeah a good player. Yeah, yeah me, yeah. So, Marcus, yeah. Stixie. In that same team? Yeah. Marcus and Stixie. Terrible. Terrible, were they? they? He's told a few stories oh, about yeah. it. The, the two of them together, well, I was... They used to wind you up a little bit, didn't Yeah, they? yeah. It, just, it, just, <laughs> it was crazy. But they were they just two little kids running around. They were, they were having the time of their lives, weren't they? And they were running around, and they used to upset everybody. 
in a nice way. Yeah, but there were I, never I, any trouble. Was it you who used to be doing some press ups? Oh, and they'd kick yeah, the ball at so you. Yeah, so I'm running around, come last in the sprints, as usual. So I've ended up doing the press ups. I think it was. Pete Amos or Joel Eleanor to yeah. get down, give me 20. So I'm, I'm down halfway down the pitch. <laughs> Sticks in Marcus, and of course it's been raining because the top's a bit greasy. And Sticksy's obviously, I can, obviously I didn't see it, but he's pinged it. And I'm going down like that, and just as I'm about to come up, it's just gone whack <laughs> in the side of the head. And of course, all you could do is hear this ringing noise, and of course, my head was shaking. There's like bells in my head. Because I stood up, and of course, all I could see is Stixie and Marcus, because they were wetting herself. <laughs> They're gone, because I'm ch- trying to chase them. Of course, coming last in the sprint, I never had a cat and else chance of catching either of them. Because <laughs> they, were running, <laughs> around, yeah, they were running around laughing. Oh, it, was, it was hilarious. Because the side of my face was a bloody nightmare written on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit because my ear was ringing, you know. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, yeah, yeah. They, they, but they were always up to something, yeah, you know, whether you had to be careful with, but two good footballers, yeah, you know, Stixy, particularly, you know, very talented, oh. talented player, you know, and then went on and played loads of games yeah, of football, yeah. I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to praise Marcus because he um, organised the Steve Torboy's golf day last week and um, it went down really, really well and hopefully they raised uh, a fair amount of money for the Steve Torboy's foundation. Um, yeah, taken from us far too young. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but to his, to his wife, Michelle, and all the girls that did all the running around and organised it because Marcus couldn't have organised that on his own. No. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, fantastic day. And yeah, it was nice to see so many old players there as well. And Sticks yeah. would have been, he'd have loved it if he'd have been there, he'd have had a time of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a good day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's go back to Trowbridge. How many goals did you get? Well, I think one season I got ten. Yes. Uh, ten in a season, yeah. What well, you only played seventy-two games that season. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no, there was a couple of home goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, yeah. Um, in centre-half terms, you were prolific. Well, yeah, I had one season. I think. Yeah, I did. I was never, no, never I scored really. Nineteen in five hundred and sixty. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did get. I did get. Yeah, ten in a season. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was a because because obviously John Murphy had taken over by the time. Yeah. You know, and and that sort of moved on a little bit. That, they were really the four years that encompassed. You know, my did, time did Murph took over from Ken. No, no, from Ken Knight. No, it, it it went another year. I think. I'm just trying to think. I think Jeff Evans might have done Les it in Alderman. between, or Les Alderman would have oh, been. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. Les was there for. Yeah. I played a bit for Les, uh, and then late. That was a year after I think, and then I think it was '89. Murph yeah. took over. Yeah. And I'd ended up back at Chippenham for another spell, right? At that time, and I think Murph came in and he he come to watch so a game. You ch- I went back to Chippenham with Vic, oh. so Vic had obviously carried on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when the team started to break down, I think Stixie had gone, and a few of the other players had, had gone, and me and me and Nige ended up back at me and Trippy had ended up back at Chippenham. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. First season. Um, and then when Murph took over at Trowbridge, he came back in for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, and that's when he started. I mean, then really, that's when that little spell, four-year spell, was probably when I probably played my best football, and also, you know, probably in the best side, the Trowbridge side. I so how old you were this time? Yeah, so I was up there. I was twenty-eight. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, quite so I was older yeah. then, obviously a bit more experience, yeah. and I was quite lucky because apart from the ankle injury I had when I was younger, I didn't really pick up any. Mm. Long-term injuries of you know hamstrings and strains and stretches the same as we all get. You come last in the sprints. Yeah, yeah, well, I was yeah, predominantly last <laughs> yeah. in the in the sprints. Yeah, although I did train with Martin Sedland, and to be fair, Martin Sedland was slower than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was all right. Yeah, yeah, he was a big old fireman. From you me. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was he, he played at Trowbridge under Murph, and yeah. he, of course we had Nigel Patterson playing and. And uh, Stevie Lester came in, yeah. And obviously Mitch and Mitch was always on the periphery at Trowbridge, always played. Dave Mitchell, play, he played yeah. quite a few games. Mitch, Mitch was a good player, but I don't think he knew he was. He, he perhaps well, he didn't feel that he had, had a fair crack of whip. Maybe that's yeah, what he that's said probably, when he came in a yeah. few weeks ago, didn't he? He, yeah. he mentioned that, you know. He, but he said that was his club. Trowbridge yeah. was his club. Yeah, he, he, he kept going back there. You know, he also ended up finding his way back there. I, I think for us boys. You know, Mitchell probably would have said the same. It, Trowbridge was our home 
club. Yeah. Like it, maybe if you if you treated Bath or, yeah. or as you all, I don't know, we all maybe I don't know which we, we would have we, we, we had this bit of a discussion on, on at, the, at the Stixies Golf Day and he was the battering ram, wasn't he, Mitch? Mitch took the brunt of the yeah. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, a changing room back in those days was tough. I, I mean, obviously, I, I've not been involved in football for 20 years, so I... But it was a tough school, yeah. and you, you you had to be a strong character to survive. Yeah, but in all, in all, in all fairness to Mitch, he took it, and, and but, yeah. you know, he discussed about it. It wasn't good for his confidence. No. Mm-hmm. No. No, and, and he never... And I've said this pretty... It, he didn't come across as that type of person no. as a as a player. You know, he was always about it and everything yeah, else. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But, yeah. Um, it, it's tough. I, I think it's tough as well because I think with Dave, he he he'd have two or three good games and then he he his levels would drop a little bit and then he'd come back and have another two or three good games. So it's just that level of of consistency. But it, I always thought he played whenever I he always played well for us. Yeah, he was strong up front. You know, he'd hold the ball up. He could score goals, but you know, obviously, I didn't realise he was perhaps lacking. You don't Confidence, take all yeah. that into consideration, do you? Yeah. You just turn up on a Saturday with your kid <laughs> yeah. and go out and play football. <laughs> take the piss on yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, and then, then I go and have a good night out later on. Yeah. But that's how it was. It's almost yeah. amateurish in a way, but it, we we tried to be as professional as we could. We were trained twice a week. We put a lot into it. Yeah. Yeah, for for not that much money, really. When you think about it, we well, never played for money. Did no, 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 we didn't. And no, but that was the point. It was some did. But you, you. I mean, I've always been in in the building, and I couldn't wait to get yeah, get off the scaffold and get old, get me get me stuff and get the training. Tuesdays and Thursday nights were fantastic for me. Yeah, and it was brilliant. They were the time of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, where are you at now? Trowbridge. 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 Yeah. What went on? Well, it, it, Murph took us to well. We got to the Vars semi-finals, didn't we? We had a we had a good side. You know, he picked up um, I think uh, Ad Harris. Of course, Ad Harris came in. Yeah. Murph brought him with him because I think he lived up in Leominster or certainly up yeah. in uh, up, up Malvern way. Yeah. And so Murph used to bring him down, and he brought in um, you know a few others. Mark Adams came in on the wing, and of course Bob Baird was there then, and he was assistant kind of physio yeah. and then Pete Higgins came in as, as number two, two. Yeah. so they had quite a good managing structure and, and, and you know we, we found a, a niche in Murph Murph was a good manager he obviously did well at Cheltenham didn't he he got manager of the year I, I think at Cheltenham so he'd obviously he knew the non-league and how to how to get a side up and running and it, it, yeah Sven came in for a while but he he ended up at Gloucester, but he came. He played for about four months, but he, you know you could see he was going to be a good player. McKendie, yeah, yeah. But he 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 um he he he'd been at Chelsea, I think, and he and he, he how he found his way to Trowbridge, I don't really know. But he I came in. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he came in for for three or four months and then then he got moved on pretty quickly he ended up at Gloucester yeah mm-hmm. and then from there obviously his career went in a sort of slightly different different way but he, for a short spell he played alongside me and he was he was good yeah he was quick though, strong yeah yeah and he read the game well mm. and he was strong strong yeah and we, we've obviously stayed like he's been unlucky with his as well. Well. Yeah. We've, we've had some yeah Nick retired retired from playing at 27 yeah yeah which yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that when he came in so yeah. you know, you think how long we we I mean we went on for you know? yeah yeah yeah. Well, I knew Frank Frank Gregan and Frank said he was one of the best players mm. he had, and I don't know whether he how many how many games he got out of Sven. I don't know, but not many. I wouldn't have thought it was that many, <laughs> but but he, yeah, he, but he was so yeah. didn't he? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a, he was a good player, yeah. And 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 we kind of built from there. So we got to the Vars semi final. Yeah. And we ended up losing to Goisley, which was disappointing. But the actual run itself, we Goisley went on and won it, didn't they? Yeah, Goisley had a good side. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, a couple of lads that ended up at Carlisle. There was a, a guy, a lad up front. I can't remember what his name was, but um, he was he was a good lad, big centre half. Those northern sides, they always yeah. pull, yeah, pulled out the bag, you know. Yeah, they they Vance were trophy. They were just a step ahead because our 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 real danger man was eighty. Because you could, uh, an, quick, in, an indifferent ball, 
looked like a worldie because you could just knock one into the corners and Eddie's after it and he's gone you know he's, he's he caused them he used to cause teams real problems with that and of course if you although Friggy wasn't there then he'd obviously moved on to Bath to play with play with you lot but um, we had Brian Lewis up front and Mitch and they kind of but uh, yeah, Aidy scored a lot of goals. I mean, he must have scored 20, 20, 20 goals. Did Brian Wade ever play at there, did Yeah, Wade he played, but not with me. He played uh, at a later time. He, he went from Trowbridge to Swindon, Swindon didn't he? I think yeah. they sold him. Yeah, yeah. I know Brian, but yeah. obviously I don't think I didn't play with him. Uh, he was at Trowbridge at a different time. Obviously, I'd had these little. No, I just remember him being a wheelchair lad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he, Brian, Brian was there. Yeah, and he, yeah, did, no, he did, did do well. Yeah. Hit, us hit Bath, but he. Didn't really settle with us much, did he? At Bath, no. but then he, he's a young lad, I suppose. Yeah. But I think, yeah, he, yeah, he, he had some place. pretty yeah. impressive people in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went yeah, to Swindon. He, but he, he played. He played yeah, we did. We ended up at Brighton, I think, didn't he? In, yeah, he played for there. He had a good, decent yeah. career, Brian, didn't he? So where are we going to next? Yeah, well, sorry, sorry, I'll just tell you the little, a little story. Was Murph actually, Trowbridge had that way about it, it's always a bit. But Murph actually left for a while because he, he had a chance to go back to Cheltenham as manager and it caused a bit of a kerfuddle at the time. And I ended up being a, I ended up being a manager for eight games. Yeah, right. So they were trying to bring someone in and they couldn't do it. So they said, well, you know, you'll have to do it. So I ended up. I, I could ended get up, on with that. Yeah, and as it transpired, well, it was a bit of an eye opener, and as it transpired, we had. Marcus, tell him no, he's no, dropped. Well, <laughs> tell him he's dropped yeah. in there. Tell him he's crap last week. Well, of course, the problem, <laughs> the problem was our midfield at the time was Steve, um, Stevie Owen, yeah. Dave Dennison, Steve Lester. And we had a good, we had a good, those three in midfield were good. I mean, Stevie Owen was a, was a class player, and Dave Dennison, who was Robbie Dennison's yeah. brother who used to play up in Wolverhampton. Um, an Irish lad. He was he was a good player, and he, we had him there. So th there was always talk. Murph, oh, he's going to take yeah. such and such to Cheltenham with yeah. him. And of course, I was always fighting for as the chairman was on the phone. Who, who we got available? So we managed to pull aside together. And that was the one thing I always remember. I did. I, I bought Mitch. Mitch came back and played, and I bought Brent Murden in up front. So I played Brent and Mitch together. And they were muckers. Yeah, and they were good mates. And and that was the best thing I could have done. Because we played the first game I had, we played Devizes in a Wiltshire Shield, and nobody really quite knew what was going on. And it's difficult when all of a sudden you, you're a club captain, and all of a sudden you walk in the changing room, yeah. and you've got to throw that out of the window. Mm. And you've got to start giving team talks. Well, Tim's done that, haven't you, a few times? Yeah. And you know what it's like. But, but it is hard. Yeah. Did you yeah. have to tell any good mates they're not playing? Uh, well, we were down a bit on numbers, so we we had yeah. we had fourteen, fifteen. So I think we were only two subs at the time. So, but of course, all the backroom staff had gone. So of course, Bairdy and Pete Higgins had gone with Murph. Murph yeah. So of course, we 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 had to we had to bring in some. A, a, a girl came in actually did the physio work. The spun. I can't remember what her name was, but that was that worked out all right. So we basically didn't have anyone in the dugout because I was on the I was on the pitch. So it was it was it was one of those who was trying to piece everything together as we went. But anyway, we as it as luck would have it, we beat Devices, and then we didn't we carried on we carried on winning. <laughs> so we actually won every game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was seven, it was seven games um, that we we ended up winning, and in fact most of the players ended up staying. Nobody actually went. And as as it sort of turned on its head, because Murph didn't, they didn't work out at Cheltenham, so Murph came back to Trowbridge. Oh, yeah, so was, back, yeah. So it was a strange oh. thing. Yeah, yeah. They, well, I don't think they could find anybody. Um, I think a guy called Paul was it Paul Rogers was it a guy at Yeovil was he a coach here? Yeah, what, was Rogers, it Rogers, Paul Rogers. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 was interviewed for the job, and I think he was going to take it. Yeah. I think he came to watch us one night and decided he probably didn't. <laughs> and I think he took, one, he took one look at through road and think, well, I can't be manager, I'll get a stiff neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, so so that was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, yeah, and then Murph came back and, you know, it, it kind of went from there, really. But Trowbridge got, you know, they, they turned into a good side. I, I, I ended up leaving about three years into Murph's tenure when uh, he bought Killer in. Paul Thorpe had come in. Yeah. And they were doing well, you know, and I was getting a bit older. I think, what was I, 31, 32? I, I didn't feel old particularly, but Murph had a distinctive style of play. And, and I think he felt that, you know, I wouldn't pass my best, but uh, I, he probably thought with Killer and Thorpey, 
two big lads. The killer, you Mike Kilgore. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. get a lot of nicknames. Have you just got yeah, to sorry, no, explain yeah, it. Mike Kilgore, <laughs> you, you obviously yeah, know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he, he was a big, strong, you know. And the thing is, when you ran into killer, it hurt. You know, same as running into you, Tom, running. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of pointy bits. You came, you came away thinking, I'm going to kill you. came away thinking, oh, I don't think I want to run into him. You know what I mean? It's, it, yeah, so, so Mick, Mick, Mick and Thorpey developed this, you know. Yeah. And, and, and they went into, the, they were obviously a Southern Prem, but I think they finished third or, or fourth. But I became surplus to requirements and, and ended up, um, at Morton in the Marsh. All right. So that's where I. That's Not where at Martin Lawrence then. Yeah. That's so. That's why I played out there I as had, well. I had eighteen months up there with. Yeah. Cool. That was there. With, yeah. With, I, I think I went Mangus with me and Grimmer. And I think I remember the yeah. Grimmer out there. Yeah. Martin, yeah. I thought, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. So well, he lived out there, didn't he? Well, he lived in Oxford, but it was strange. Ah, right. He ran a pub in Oxford. But it was it was a strange thing. Um, a guy called Keith Gardner was putting it all together, yeah. and he ended up being manag- uh, chairman at Gloucester City. Yeah. And uh, he, he, they had uh, the Morton in the Marsh. There was nothing there. There yeah. was just a, a little clubhouse, and, and this I don't even know whether there was a stand. It was just mm. it was like going back to county football. But they were, and he, he had plenty. He seemed to have plenty of money, and he assembled. He assembled a good side, you know. Um, you know, I remember that was early nineties. Nicky Jordan, yeah, Nicky yeah. Jordan was there. He, you know, he played up a bit. Cheltenham, Ray Baverstock, yeah, good side. Come in, I think Kempy was in goal. Uh, the two Saunders boys, and then obviously I was playing. I ended up playing it in at the back. Uh, a guy called Sean Whelan played midfield. He played at Cheltenham, and, and so they they had mainly lads from that area, yeah. but supplemented that with a few. Boys that travelled. He was good there when he marked Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he walked oh, into the changing room, it was strange. He, he just walked in, came in, and it was it was surreal. And because he's he was a big lad, you yeah. don't realise how yeah. big lad. He reminded me a lot of Birchinal because Birchinal full time pro all those years, but he was he, everything was you know full time training obviously yeah. like a racehorse. Yeah, yeah, everything was was well muscled and yeah. and, and he was. Uh, I think he snapped his Achilles. That's what finished him. Lawrenson, yeah, but obviously he could still run, um, and he could st- well at that level. I mean, oh. it was he just will have a cigar on because yeah, he was just good. stroking no, it around. It didn't need to do anything. Brilliant. But he, it was a surreal experience playing with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could still play. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he, he was he, he first. Well, I'm not saying the first, but one of the footballers. Well, they mean Hanson together when it, it was a yeah. Yeah. Well, they because I always think as well going back to those days, you could put them in Liverpool side now. Yeah. the way they used to play because they never really dived in for a challenge no, no. didn't try to win the ball you know they, they weren't Norman Hunter no disrespect Norman Hunter no, they're, like, they're like, Van, like you said Van yeah Tons. they were and so I think if you was to actually lift Hanson and Lawrenson and put them back in Liverpool side now I don't think they'd be out of place no, I think because they could play that way anyway they, yeah. they weren't those type of centre no. you, your archetypal Centre so back, right, yeah. if you know what I mean. That used to be years ago. You know, Paul Rose and Tony Ricketts. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's what but that, that, that was the thing. I think that was that we were always taught not to dwell on it too long. Yeah. You know, of course, these days. I mean, obviously, you've done more coaching than me, but these days, they like to play out from the back, and you know, and that happens. You know, it, it, non-league level too. You know? and, but of course, we were never encouraged to do that because obviously, you, you ended up with egg on your face. No, no we, we say a lot of this, but look at the, we said that before we about the pitches. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you only got to go yeah. back to the old Division One and look yeah, at the yeah, pitches yeah. then. Yeah. And now in the Premier League, they don't yeah. compare, do they? Yeah. You know, what I mean, no, not at all. I don't care how good a player you are. Not at all. You didn't want it in name of no, money no, no. trying to dribble it out. No, no, no. Well, Chippenham. Well, you go back to my days at Chippenham and Trowbridge is is uh, by March there was no grass at all you had a little bit yeah. on the flanks for the for the little wingers <laughs> the rest of it was kind of like a diamond shape I'll stand over here you know, yeah. Yeah. but that it was yeah that was it and Trowbridge was yeah. very much the same you know yeah. those pitches were, they were difficult yeah they were uh, I mean, yeah and, 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 and hey Barrett won it yeah yeah the end of yeah. season yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, you couldn't you couldn't wear your boots probably because you used your toenails used to start. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was you you, you, yeah, you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. sleep at night because you're yeah. sticking to the. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a tough game. Yeah, yeah, it was tough being on the league. Yeah, yeah. So where'd you go after uh, so, Morton and Morton? Yeah, Morton, and then I basically did, I kind of did the rounds. Really, I came back to. I ended up at Westbury United playing for for Nodge Trip. Uh, no, actually, Steve Gay. 
Steve Gay was our manager. I expect you've come across yeah. him. He was in Bristol. So yeah. he managed to assemble quite a good side at Westbury. And we ended up finishing fourth, I think, in the Western League. And of course, Westbury was a <laughs> good we played at Westbury. Yeah. Yeah, like tiny little, not a bit of a tip of a grain, but uh, we that was another one. We kind of got that camaraderie yeah. together. Jason Matthews was a young keeper for us yeah, in goal back in the day. He was only about, well, he couldn't have been no more than 18. His dad used to bring him in Stan. the van. Stan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he used to turn, he obviously been on the job somewhere. And he used to bring him in the van. He, yeah, yeah, he used to get him bits well, of people in his shorts and that, you know. But he, his grandson was playing for Brislington. Who's grandson? Stan. Stan. And I'm Jason's son. Okay. So I'm down at Biddeford, down there on a few days away. Jordan's playing for Brace. Who should rock up? It's Stan. <laughs> drove down from yeah. Porton to watch. Yeah, fair play yeah. with him. He's always there with Stan. But he had changed a bit, wasn't he? No. Yeah. no. He's had his health problems. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's over that now. Yeah. He's getting over it. So, yeah. And, but it's a lovely family, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, they're a good, good bunch. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, um, so that, yeah, so that, that's it, Westbury. And then I did a little spell with you, didn't I, in, in Patchy at, at Bruce. Yeah. I was there for one well, not not long, six yeah. months. How did um, you find that? Yeah, I was good. No, they were good. Yeah. No, you were good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time. Yeah. Thing is, as well, you could get clothes cheap as well. You used, to, you used to order you used to order stuff and it'd come in on the Saturday and then the following Saturday they'd be, it would come in like, you know what I mean? absolutely brilliant they were fantastic yeah they were a good bunch of lads yeah. but I had a bit I had a sore Achilles then you know we, 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 yeah. who was the sponge man at Briz what did he use a nice Gordy Dave Gordy yeah that's it yeah and he, he helped me he used to you know, I, he was funny I was, yeah so I was I wasn't playing it 100% but I, I loved it there it was a great experience for me but I've always had a good report with with the Bristol boys, yeah. you know, having known quite a few anyway, and I, I, I always felt quite comfortable in, in that environment. We both had a little bit of well involvement with Briz, and it's again, it's a special club, and yeah, it, you know, it's uh, yeah, I can't believe they've taken voluntary relegation, but that's another no. story. No, but they were they were good club, well run characters as, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, they, they were. I can't remember all the players. You would probably know them better than me. I couldn't remember all the players that were there. But yeah, it, I had a good time. It's short spell, but but very memorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After that. And then I kept chugging along. I think I, was, I, I mean, by now, by now I'm 37. So, so I don't want to sprint. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, well, I didn't bother to do any sprints anymore. They kind of let me off. Uh, and then I did, a, I think I did another spell at Westbury under, under Lee Darby. Right. I don't know if you remember him. He was an ex Pompey lad and. and uh, he was manager there, and and but by then I was married, and the and the kids had come along, so I and I was my body was beginning to to wear out a bit, yeah. um, and I think I was about thirty eight, I think, and I played at Melksham one night for Westbury, and we got beat four 0 and I remember coming back in, and it was about three games before the end of the season, and I said to Darbs, I said I think I'm this is that's it, I'm gonna have the jacket. Now. What, then, or the no, I played two more games, and I, you know, I said to him, you know, but thanks anyway. But I was, yeah, very, very, very fortunate. And that was the end of it, then. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't go back to it. I discovered golf by then. Of course, I always played cricket as well, so yeah. I, had a, I had a bit of cricket in me. So I, I, I carried on with the cricket, and yeah. then golf had became more. And like I said, I, you know, I, I had uh, twin boys and girls as well, so a boy and a girl. So of course, they they were growing. So it was, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, time, right time, time to stop. But I had a fantastic, you know, fantastic time. People I met, the, the well, friends for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like the, we were saying about the tours out to Magaluf and and, <coughs> uh, and the nights, the nights out in Bristol, down with, with you boys, Corn Street, um, Papillons, you know, <laughs> nights in the gold diggers where where lads used to come up yeah. in Chippenham, and they were memorable, memorable nights. I probably remember perhaps more of the evenings than maybe you do did the games. Maybe, but. <laughs> yeah. But, but but yeah, and I've, you know, and lifelong friends as well. You know, you you talk about Sven and Marcus, uh, and people like they've been, you know, lifelong friends. You know, it's it's been a it's been a, it was a it was a, it, I really really enjoyed. It. I got an awful lot out of not very much. I think. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I just kept going, and I, yeah. I I I never thought to myself it would stop. But eventually, of course, it, it, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And it, it, like you said, your body tells you. Yeah. 
No matter yeah. what you, you say, you know, your yeah. body tells you. And, and sometimes you've got to be honest to yourself, haven't you? Well, yeah. you just said it, the pounding your body takes. And look, we, we keep mentioning the pitches and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like a bog in blooming yeah. November and it's yeah. like rock hard in April. You're yeah. chucking yourself on the floor and yeah. stuff, you know? And of course, the job doesn't help. I think sometimes as well, you, you, you know, on your, you're on the site, you're climbing ladders. Mm. up on the scaffold up and down off a route you know and that, and that doesn't help that takes a huge toll as well we had your hip so, done yeah yeah so same as me that was part of yeah. that was part of the yeah so that broke down when I was about 47 I think yeah. and then sort of from there mm. but I could carry on playing golf and doing yeah. bits and pieces mm. cricket stopped but um, other than that just carried on with the golf really and then you know ended up getting the hip done and yeah mm. so I've been fine since then yeah mm. well, we, we're gonna we got three questions left now yeah Rosie yeah um, one is Marcus said you'll tell us a story it's funny alright I'll try a trip or something like that and the other one is who was the most difficult player you played against oh oh I don't know that's a tricky one I don't know. Is there any like four you come up against you for? Oh, like, well, yeah. I played against a few because well, there's some you you know going to give you the elbow, or yeah. someone's going to go in behind, well, run in. I I, I, ended, I played against a few. Bob Latchford was it Merthyr? Bob Latchford. So I played played. Right. I'm trying to name drop, Everyone. but he was a big. You know, oh. when you it wasn't to you saw him, you realised how, how big he was. Yeah. He wasn't particularly tall, but he no. was broad. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So he he was he was a he was a t tough cookie. Alan Brazil. Are you, he was playing for Barry St Edmunds <laughs> but of course he was a bit rotund by then but, but it, not his rotund yeah. no, no 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 but he, he was uh, so that was that, that, yeah that was a good uh, one and I always imagine, remember, imagine going out with Alan Brazil and Ray Parler what might that be I think if I was to be a difficult one it's a, you caught me on the hop a little bit but two Bristol boys uh, Gary Penrose yeah. was Difficult. He was at Mangotsfield, and he was <clears throat> very difficult. He was, you know, obviously he went on to play pro level, and and, and uh, Mick, difficult Mick, in and, terms of his movement. Yeah, I mean, he was a clever player. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, obviously he's <clears throat> gone on to yeah. to good things, really and he was, player, a, he, but he was a clever player, Gary, yeah. and he, he was tricky. Yeah, couldn't good. really get close yeah. enough to him to really stop him causing much damage <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be in behind you of course low centre of gravity you know, yeah. way, you know it's fine yeah and then the, the lad who, uh, the, you've had him on on your podcast Tanner um, Mickey Tanner yeah, yeah. It, it, City. he was at City then yeah and he was a handful we, we used to play City Reserves and he was obviously uh, he, he must have been professional I mean, he was a full time yeah, pro yeah, well I got a feeling Terry Cooper was manager and then obviously he played for the reserves, but he was a handful. Oh, he's yeah. a good player. Really. Yeah, so, so yeah, and, and most of them tended to be quite a bit short, so they were the harder opponents to... Mm. I always felt if you were up against a big guy, it was kind of an more even split, but when you had a, a shorter lad up against you, yeah. someone with a bit of guile, yeah. A bit more know-how than I had. Didn't take him <laughs> long to, 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 yeah. So yeah. So so I couldn't necessarily pick one out. Probably Penrose, I think. Yeah. 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 Fair play. Yeah. And the best player you played with? Well, I I'd have to say Lawrence. You know, in terms of Martin where he come from, Lawrence and would have been. But um, I think my old mate Nigel Tripp over the years we formed a real like a life long we played a lot of games together mm. and uh, he was a perfect foil for me because I you know I used to go and attack the ball and he'd be all sweet. picking up the little bits and pieces and Nigel was quite an underrated player <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah yeah but Lawrence in, in terms of pure name and uh, thorough, Billy, and thoroughbred. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a joy to play alongside yeah. him. Yeah. But you know, as a, as perhaps Nigel was. Probably, mm. yeah. My yeah. my perfect foil, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 So you haven't got a story to finish with about Marcus? Well, no. It's not. It, it, it involves Marcus, but he was he was there. So we was all in gold diggers one night, and <laughs> and they 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 had a dance floor, and everybody stood around, and they they the guest was uh, the act was a flamethrower. So he's walking around, <laughs> blowing the the flame out, and we're all sort of stood round the side, and Jesse's Stevie yeah, Owen, yeah. he stood there with a glass, 
what he's got in it, I don't know, but it had ice in it. Because he's, he's, as he's got round to him, Jess has gone fire. And he's, thrown, <laughs> he's thrown the glass over the boat, whatever's in there, and the, fire, the flame's gone out. So the flamethrower's got no act as he stood there with a stick in his hand with nothing. Because the ice and that's all gone on the floor. Because the bouncers come running in from the side. He's studded on the ice and he's gone down and he's cut this swathe through all the people watching at the side like a lawnmower going through long grass. And because uh, the next thing, because he's, he's gone down and there's two other bouncers coming behind him. And next thing we're seeing Jess, he's got his arms, his arms are up like that. And there's two bouncers, one each side, dragging him out with his, his, his shoes are dragging along the floor. Because Marcus was there, obviously. Yeah. A few of us, but yeah, yeah, that was that was one of a one of a one of a, a good evening, yeah, yeah. Because he had to go and sit in the minibus for the rest of because he, he had to wait for us to come out. He was out there for about two hours, beating his cops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was that was it. That, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic way to finish. Paul Rose, yeah. Rosie, yeah. thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, nice to see you again, Paul. Peter and Rico winging it. Thanks very much, buddy. Yeah, much pleasure to be here. Thank you.